Welcome to the Best Friends Podcast, where every day is a great day to be happy and do better. Today, we'll be discussing the importance of vulnerability and how the strongest people are the most transparent. I want to start with a question I ask myself frequently. Who put the expectation that it's considered to be strong to hide your feelings and what you're going through? Because the only two reasons I can think of is that someday someone woke up and put the notion around being closed off equivalent to mental capacity. Or maybe even hiding aspects of your personal life make you more mysterious or some may think more interesting. Realistically, not talking about and dealing with the things you're going through has nothing to do with mental toughness and everything to do with generational trauma. People not working through their crap and projecting it on others, causing this whole world, an entire chain of an emotional reactions and trauma because people just can't wrap their heads around how someone could treat you so poorly when in reality, Betty's cousin died and she just found out her test results came back positive for cancer. Oh, and did I mention she found this all out on her lunch break and she's just trying to make it until 5pm when her shift ends and her outburst in the meeting had absolutely nothing to do with you or her job? Being vulnerable is part of being human. And being able to talk about the things you experience and learn in your daily life is one, what makes you strong and unique, and two, allows you to heal and process or feel your emotions. In reality, people are not attracted to consistency and stability. They like being on the edge of their seats, hence entertainment nowadays and films, always leaving you wanting more and showing just enough to keep your focus. The new trend, I swear, is cliffhangers and toxic relationships because that's all individuals in their family or their circle have ever known in their current life. And they're too afraid to go out of their comfort zone, put themselves out there, sit with the good, bad, and ugly, and process events and emotions that have happened for them, not to them, in order to teach something so you can come out stronger. People nowadays are lazy. They want immediate results and gratification. And emotions, unfortunately, don't get a timer. They get processed when you decide to stop, pause, and put the work in, rather than just suppress all the garbage until one day we found out the planet has reached irreversible damage and we think that's normal because it won't affect us. We just carry on with our life because we have absolutely no idea what's going on around us because we're too focused on our own selfish needs and wants. If you've ever had a brother, dad, or boyfriend, then you must have noticed when males... The sex that's stereotyped and labeled as strong and masculine don't express their feelings when you know they're going through something and are refusing support because they're quote-unquote fine and don't need it because they're strong. I wish you could see all the air quotes I'm doing right now. But it leads to worse outcomes like resentment, bitterness, envy, discontent, insecurity, anxiety, FOMO, playing out fear. Builds up tension, anger, aggression, violence, abuse. I could go on. When you ask a male going through something a question about said event or emotion, their response often tends to be defensive or along the lines of they need to be tough or strong. When in reality, not showing your emotions and being able to express them in a healthy way is the easy way, the short-term, cheap way out. But long-term, it builds up and it can cause serious health problems. Opening up and being able to trust people with what you're going through and talking about it without completely losing it is the real strength. 
The workplace is the only other place I can think of that would give this stereotype someone is strong when they separate their work and personal life, which is completely true to an extent. You shouldn't completely lose yourself and be a robot the entire time you're at work, though, just because that's a lot of time out of your identity being someone you're completely not, and you're having to mask it or hide who you are. That can be exhausting. Having to cover up what you're going through can be mentally, emotionally, and physically draining. So always talk about it with friends, family members, loved ones, especially best friends. Some ways to start opening up yourself to vulnerability are, well, remembering that everyone shits and everyone has shit. We're all human. We're the same species. So be kind to one another and always come from a place of curiosity, empathy, and patience. Being vulnerable means you're susceptible to higher penalties, meaning you have more to lose. But what people don't tell you is in the long term, you have more to gain. You have more wins by being vulnerable, like deeper relationships, deeper knowledge of yourself, and a true authentic life that allows yourself to feel embarrassment, shame, pride, curiosity, and share love with people, your true self. Tell them what you love about what you don't. Don't hold back about things you've been through. Just put yourself out there, out of your comfort zone. Because everyone's got crap, and everyone does crap. And that's the most vulnerable you'll ever be as a human. So go out there and create some crap. Get to know yourself and your thoughts so they can be happy and clear. As usual, we discussed a lot. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please reach out to me via Instagram at the period best friends podcast on Twitter at the best F podcast or email me your best friend sailor at gmail.com. Again, I want to leave you with some questions to ask yourself and reflect upon throughout the day. And if you journal, feel free to write them down. Some questions to consider. How much time a day do you spend not being your true self? Are you satisfied with the time you spend on work versus your personal life? Who are you? Where could you show up more for yourself? Who do you value? Who makes you happy? Who can you lean on for support? Who are you grateful for? When do you feel the most comfortable? Who do you spend the most time with? Do the people in your circle fill your battery or drain you? Who did you learn from today? What went well today? What didn't go well today? What could you improve on for tomorrow? And that's all I have for you today. Stay tuned for more helpful tips from one best friend to another. With lots of love, your host, Sailor Hamilton. I'm going to leave you with a gentle reminder. Your brain is a muscle and you need to be actively training. I look forward to helping you train your thoughts and brain. But until next time, take good care of it for me. And remember that all of your best friends should be your best friend. See you next time.